0: Welcome, Bird Gang, on today's show. Now we know the win. That's right, the schedule is out. How many primetime games? When is the bye week? What's the toughest stretch of games? It's Cardinals Cover 2, Episode 565, and it starts now.
1: Welcome to Cardinals Cover 2 with Craig Grealoux and Mike Jarecki. Cardinals Cover 2 is presented by Hyundai, proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals,
0: and by arizona cardinals podcasts visit azcardinals.com
1: slash podcasts going for hopkins one-handed catch and a touchdown deandre hopkins here's craig griolu and mike jurecki
0: so what'd you think 17 games over 18 weeks. Give me your biggest takeaway after having some time now to scan this 2022 regular season schedule.
1: Well, just looking at the first three games coming out of the shoot, and then the fact that they're going to be on primetime, four different opportunities starting against the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night football. That will be on prime video. Obviously, locally, you'll be able to get it over the local airways, and then they're going to Go to Mexico, as we've talked about in the past, playing the San Francisco 49ers. And then the Cardinals get a bye week after the Chargers. And then they eventually play on Monday Night Football against the Patriots. And then, obviously, Christmas night against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, you know, I thought it would be three and a half. But, you know, last year this team did not fare well on prime time. Um, but I do think what they were able to do, you know, being 7-0 and and 10-2, and they were exciting to watch, and I think that's why they're getting some more primetime games than a year ago.
0: The four primetime games, the most the Cardinals have had since 2016 when they had four as well. So this ties a franchise record. Three of the four primetime games at home, the only one that's on the road is in Mexico City in Week 11. Of course, we always look, all right, what do we say? How many primetime games? When is the bye week? The bye week is week 13, a week later than last season. But you kind of like those later bye weeks. Maybe not so much in the month of December because that, that just seems a little bit later, if you will, a bye week in December, December 4th, that Sunday. Cardinals will be home resting for a final stretch of five games.
1: Yeah, it's as you mentioned, and you know it's not later in December. And I, you know, I'm assuming between week 13 and 14 is, is the cutoff for the bye weeks. But you still have five games to play. You you have to play the uh, Patriots on December 12th, 18th. You got to go to Denver and play Russell Wilson. The 25th, you're hosting the Buccaneers, and then the Cardinals will be on the road in week uh, 17 and 18. They got to travel to Atlanta and then they'll finish out playing the 49ers on the road based on the Cardinals playing a home game or neutral site um, when they go to Mexico City.
0: Those last two games, the only time the Cardinals will have back-to-back road games this season. They do not have back-to-back home games. They do have home games going into and coming out of the bye week. The other thing before we kind of go week by week, one 10 a.m. kickoff, one 11 a.m. kickoff. Now, I don't... Back in the day, if you will, Bird Gang, that was a huge deal, how many times the Cardinals would kick off at 10 a.m. Arizona time because for whatever reason, Cardinals going from west to east, the body clock just would not translate, and this team was awful in the East Coast 1 p.m. time zone. That no longer is the case, but you still don't like to have a lot, but I'm okay with, I'm going to say one and a half because one's at 10 a.m. and the other one's at... 11
1: a.m. Well, it's not like you're traveling to Boston or New York. You're going to Minnesota. So, but that would be um, October 30th, 10 a.m. on Fox, and then you, as you mentioned, Atlanta, based on the uh, time difference, that will be 11 a.m. So, and we know the Cardinals have definitely improved just based on their road record. A year ago, um, they practice early in the morning, so that's not an issue. It's not like they're leaving on a Friday for a Sunday game. Um, they feel good about that. So, usually, it comes down to execution. You know, not, not you know, turn turn the ball over. Little things, don't beat yourselves, but you you look at the other teams in the division when it comes to early starts, you know, it looks like the uh, San Francisco 49ers will have at least two. Um, The Los Angeles Rams will have at least two, and the Seattle Seahawks will have three. So it's kind of even across the board, but the Seahawks, because of a fourth-place schedule, you know, they're going to have to go to Detroit, um, to New Orleans, and then they'll have to go to Kansas City, and they'll be on Christmas Eve, so that would be a 10 a.m. start on Christmas Eve. Oh.
0: that's. Although I'll say this, 10 a.m. Christmas Eve day, you're back at home for Christmas Eve and then all day for Christmas, so yeah. that's that's not too bad. All right, that, that's okay, I can handle that. By the way, Bird Gang, the entire schedule on azcardinals.com plus – tickets azcardinals.com slash tickets if you are interested in any of the eight home games and of course if you want to travel as well but a great home schedule but let's start and look at how this season begins for the Arizona Cardinals again it's, it's fascinating MJ we talk about The opponents, we knew the opponents right at the end of the regular season, playing the NFC South, playing the AFC West. You're playing a like-finished second-place opponent in the NFC East and NFC North. And then the 17th game, a like-finished opponent in the AFC East, which happens to be the Patriots. So we knew the teams. We knew the locations. We just didn't know how it all stacked up. So let's talk about how it stacks up. Week one, out of the gate, home opener, great. September 11th, against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, 125 on CBS. Second straight year opening against a strong AFC team. A lot of people, MJ, are going to look at the Chiefs and say, well, not a great way to start. We had this conversation a year ago at this time. Going to Tennessee, playing the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, the wide receivers, and it was like, what are the Cardinals going to do? Well, they ran them right out of their own stadium. Not going to say that's going to happen this year, but just – Food for thought, if you will.
1: Well, I tell you, the NFL, they're creative, and the first thing you see when this matchup is Patrick Mahomes, Cliff Kingsbury, and Kyla Murray. I mean, this is, you know, I mean, selfishly, I wish all these games were after week six, but that's it is what it is. We'll get to why those six games are important. I know. So, um, Maybe it's like the Titans. Maybe it's it's better that you're playing them early. You know, clearly, you know they have a ready-made team. Um, they are going to miss Tyreek Hill, but they went out and got some receivers, and it's going to come down to you know how well the offensive line can protect. But you know, Vance Joseph, I think he had three or four months to prepare for the Titans. So I'm, you know, I'm. I'm actually encouraged getting him in week one because, you know, they're a team that can put out 30 or 40 points. And, you know, if the Cardinals can get some pressure and, you know, have plenty of time to talk about the breakdown. But um, I don't know if I want to tell you this, though. Kansas City's won eight consecutive openers.
0: All right. I'll counter that, however. <laughs> Kingsbury, unbeaten <laughs> in season openers, 2-0-1. So there, something's got to give. <laughs>
1: Oh that overtime first yeah, exactly. game <laughs> against the Detroit Lions that
0: might be the game that everyone remembers the most under head coach clips So Kingsbury. then
1: let me let me see if I can uh, recall then San Francisco week 1 yes and then Tennessee last year yes okay Yeah again we know the Rams were the uh, hammer and the Cardinals were the nail and all week I'm like I'm not going to worry about that anymore and of course it didn't finish you know after the, le- the first game so uh, I don't think it's a bad thing that we're playing them early in the season because you know it takes like you know I always say the quarter pole but you know four games you kind of get an idea where you are and then you know obviously you know it's a long season you got to stay healthy but um, I again I'm, I'm I'm glad it's 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 it didn't go to Mexico and I'm glad that we play them early and hopefully we can um, come out there and. Because this high offense could be exciting. It's just a matter of you know how things come together, and I think we're going to see a little bit different personnel when it comes to the first six games. So, yeah, sign me up for the Chiefs game. I'm looking forward to it.
0: It is certainly an eye-opener with the Kansas City Chiefs. We talked about the head coach, quarterback, Kingsbury Mahomes, the two quarterbacks, Kyler Mahomes. How about the tight end matchup, Zach Ertz, Travis Kelsey, and then no Tyreek Hill, but Marquez Valdin Scanlon, Juju Smith-Schuster, defensively that offensive line is going to deal with Chris Jones and Frank Clark so if you're looking for not motivation but a little bit of a carrot at the end of the stick if you will as far as there's no easing into the schedule last year same way if you're Vance Joseph how to defend the Tennessee Titans well here now it's all right offensively how do you deal with Chris Jones and Frank Clark, and in defensively, all right, Patrick Mahomes and all his weapons minus Tyreek Hill. I think it's great, and you got a number of months, literally months, to prepare for Week One.
1: Yeah, I, I would think the key going into that game is you know because we know that Mahomes is a guy that can make off. off uh, Offset throws and he can get out of the pocket. I I would think Travis Kelsey is going to be a big target there. And then, you know, it would be the first time besides them having going through uh, preseason games that, you know, they got two new receivers that, you know, this is the first time they're playing in a regular season game. But I I would think Travis Kelsey – And who draws that assignment? Is that going to be Isaiah Simmons? Is that going to be a guy like Buda Baker or Jalen Thompson? So you may have to bracket him because if you can slow him down, not shut him down, you can slow him down, then I think that increases maybe them getting off the field on third down. So week one at home,
0: week two on the road, another AFC West opponent, September 18th at the Raiders, 125 again on CBS. So you're getting that late window On Sunday, Cardinals' first-ever appearance at Allegiant Stadium. And, yes, the storyline here all week long, and we already kind of saw a little bit of it on social media, Calvin Beecham reaching out to Chandler Jones. But, yes, Chandler Jones against his former team, why wait? Week two, let's see what you got, Chandler.
1: Well, once again, you got a new coaching staff there, and the Cardinals are going to go against, I think, five new coaches. I'd rather get them early, Um, you know. Obviously, Josh McDaniels is, is established, but you know he's there. It's only going to be their second game now. They definitely have some weapons. Obviously, going out and getting Devonte Adams. You got to deal with Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones said he was keeping his mouth shut, uh, <laughs> mouth closed, go to work. Um, but you know he's going to be looking his chops uh, going into that game. It's just you know. Maybe he you know, went against Murray enough to where he feels like can get to him. And But th- it's not only Chandler Jones, it's Crosby. I mean, they they got some really good players. So, uh, But I do look forward to that matchup. Um, this is the first time that the Cardinals will play in Allegiant a Stadium. Um, it's a great atmosphere, kind of almost like a nightclub. Um, and I'm sure Cardinal fans are going to go there for the trip.
0: And then, of course, you look at the Raiders' offense, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams. You would think that they'd be able to pick up where they left off, even though it was a long time ago at Fresno State. That. But now all of a sudden, all right, Byron Murphy, Marco Wilson, Jeff Gladney. Who you got is it a rotation to defend one of the premier wide receivers in the NFL. And,
1: and they're going to go against another great tight end in Darren Waller. I mean, he's 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 a difference maker. I mean, him and Carr have been on the same page, and there was a lot of chatter. He may have getting, been traded. But so first couple of weeks – Tight end is going to be an option besides the wide receivers.
0: So first two against the AFC West, then week three, back at home, first division game, and you have the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams at State Farm Stadium, 125 on Fox. Cardinals have not beaten Sean McVay and the Rams at home, but these first three games could be the most difficult stretch of this entire 17-game slate But, hey, maybe you get teams early, and who knows what happens. Remember, it was week four last season, going to L.A., and the Cardinals beat up on the Rams.
1: Yeah, that that was a statement game, uh, and and they ran the ball 42 times for 212 yards. Now, the Rams open up uh, the season, being the Super Bowl champions against the Buffalo Bills. that will be September 8th at 520, and then they're hosting the Atlanta Falcons in week two. And then they're on the road to play the Cardinals. They played the 49ers on Monday Night Football. The Cowboys. I think we know the Rams now. I, you know, I just based on them being the Super Bowl champions and you know Matthew Stafford. But I do think they 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 haven't been able to retain a lot of their players, and so I do think there's some holes. They, they lost an offensive lineman. Um, obviously, if Stafford's getting rid of the ball less than 2.5 seconds. And they couldn't bring Von Miller back. They did bring back uh, Troy Hill as a uh, uh, cornerback. You still have Leonard Floyd. You have Aaron Donald. So, I mean – but I do think if they get injuries at certain positions, I know you could probably say this for this every team, but they, they load it up and give them credit because they won the Super Bowl. But I do think that there's some holes in this Rams team, and they're going to have to stay healthy throughout the course, just like any other club, though. Rams lost nine key pieces
0: off of last year's Super Bowl championship team. They had two big additions, Allen Robinson and Bobby Wagner. But the coaching staff also took a little bit of a hit. Eight new assistants – plus six coaches who will have new roles this season. So goes back to the Chiefs and Raiders discussion. Maybe it is better to get some of these teams early in the season. But that three-week stretch, not that it's do or die, but we know that record or the history of starting off 0-2. Sometimes, most times, it's a death knell. No. 17-game regular season schedule. I'm interested to see how that works out. But you do not want to get off to a slow start. And those three opponents – I can see a lot of people believing that the Cardinals will get off to a slow start.
1: Well, to me, the way I look at it, Craig, is try to split between the Chiefs and the Raiders. So you go one and one, and then if you happen to lose to the Rams, now you're one and two. And to me, this is where the Cardinals got to get fat. Weeks four, five, and six, and possibly week seven. They got to go to Carolina. I know they've had their number, but, but, you know, hopefully – it's been a different coaching staff. It's been different personnel, so they got to figure it out. And so that's, that's week four, October 2nd, 105
0: on Fox. Even though it's on the road, it's an afternoon game for the Cardinals. Third straight season facing the Panthers. And, yeah, I agree with you as far as these next four games. You have to get happy on the farm, if you will. But the Panthers have been a thorn in the side of the Cardinals. They have lost six straight to Carolina, including their last four visits to the Panthers.
1: Well, and, and if you want to start talking about tiebreakers, I mean, this comes down to conference wins. It comes down to common opponents. And it, obviously the division is playing that division. So this is where they got to get fat and happy. And then they're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, Jalen Hurts, um, he's been the guy. I'm assuming, uh, you know, uh, I think they got a good roster. I think they're going to compete with the Dallas Cowboys. Um, they went out and got some, uh, you know, skill position players in the draft. But again, it's Jalen Hurts almost beat the Cardinals when he was here a couple of years ago. We know Tua did that, so it's a home game. And I, I mean, again, you, they got to play better at home. Uh, let's 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 point that out. And so the, to me, that's these are winnable games. Now, again, it's about execution and protecting the ball. That's
0: Week Five, October 9th against the Eagles, one twenty-five on Fox. The storyline here: Zach Ertz. Facing his former team now it's at home versus going back to Philly but Zach Ertz is going to be a popular spokesperson if you will that week leading up to the game against the Eagles
1: well maybe he can tell us uh, the Cardinals defense a little bit about their offense because he he was in that offense with. Jalen Hurts. And they really have the same head coach and all that. So sometimes you can give too much information. Obviously, Vance is going to do what he's going to do. And we talk about another tight end, Dallas Goddard. Um, He's a really good player. So, and they gave him a lot of money. So that's another matchup for the Cardinals when it comes to a tight end. And then week six,
0: October 16th at the Seahawks 105 on Fox. First look at a Russell Wilson less Seattle team. Of course, on the road, you get. To go on that road trip in Seattle early in the season, as opposed to historically, it's always been late, and you worry about weather. But we know the history of the Cardinals: five and two in their last seven visits to the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yeah, I, I think a lot of people think that the Seahawks are hitting the reboot button. I I, I think it's more well rebuild, but. Um, They're going to play hard. I mean, uh, Pete Carroll's 70 years old. I thought they had a really good draft. Um, They, you know, started going out and getting some offensive linemen and and defensive linemen. You know, they did draft the Kenneth and Walker from Michigan State. You know, they do have Rashad Penny. They have, you know, some wide outs. Uh, They have some weapons. So I think they're going to be a tough out. But if you're telling me I got Kyler Murray on one side and it's Drew Locke on the other, I like my chances.
0: Is it Drew Locke? Is it Jacob Eason or Geno Smith, who's been the backup the last couple of years and who might be already ahead of the pack, if you will, just because of the familiarity with the offense? Or someone else? You're thinking? Well,
1: door it, number it, four. They, they. Pete Carroll's been consistent, but you never know. I mean, you, you know, you got to go through the off-season workouts, and you know, Baker Mayfield's out there. I don't think the Niners would trade. Jimmy Garoppolo inside the division. Um, it appears they're going to move on from him and, and roll with Trey Lance. So, um, but again, if if Drew locks a quarterback and they're they're going to ask him just to manage the game, don't make mistakes. And you know, it's okay to punt. Um, But they're going to rely on their weapons and they're going to rely on some of their defense. Uh, But I I don't think that, you know, I think they're going to be a tough out just because of the familiarity with both franchises.
0: It's the Cardinals' earliest visit to Seattle since 2011 when they played at Seattle in Week 3. So let's pause here for a moment, Bird Gang, here on Cardinals Cover 2 presented by Hyundai, proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals. First six games, Chiefs raiders rams panthers eagles seahawks first six games remember no deandre hopkins for those six games he will miss two division games one at home one on the road and he is missing maybe the toughest stretch toughest three game stretch
1: chiefs raiders and rams so he'll be able to come back for the saints game correct correct week seven the saints uh, they they promoted their interim um defensive hold goal. on before before okay. you get to the saints i mean yeah. those six games
0: yeah. that hopkins is going to miss i mean it could you have find six other games I, I, I just your how do you feel about those six games minus your best offensive weapon knowing that a year ago without number 10
1: this offense was well let's just say less than stellar well it's We know that week 18, it's all division games. Now, I would like to have him play in division games, but um, he's still going to have four other opportunities. Um, You know, I I, again, it's it's not ideal, but I preferred him to play in all six um, division games. But based on how it's spread out, and you talked about them not being on the road for you know back to back weeks, etc. So. It is what it is, but yeah, I mean, it's it's important, you know. If, what, what if I told you the Cardinals were three and three after six? I'd be perfectly fine with that.
0: I would aim for four and two, but three and three. If you can come out of that five hundred, you,
1: you need then five hundred. You hit the reset button. Correct. And now you got all of a sudden you got eleven games left, and try to try to win the majority of those games. Twelve games. Left. Twelve games. Try to win the majority of those games. So DeAndre Hopkins eligible to
0: return week seven, and it's a short week. Everyone but Hopkins Cardinals play in Seattle on the 16th. They'll host the Saints on the 20th. Thursday night football, 515 Amazon Prime Video. There'll be a lot of talk about that first time on Amazon Prime Video. Yes, Cardinal fans, if you live in the state of Arizona, you will be able to watch that on your local television. If you're outside of the market, however, sorry, amazon prime video and that goes for every game on thursday night but saints new look saints team no sean payton no drew Brees. dennis allen and Jameis winston are now the head coach quarterback combination
1: yeah and they got a really good defense and, and, and i think you know just keeping some stability in, in that building i think their defense is underrated um also tyron matthew now plays for the uh, new orleans saints I mean, he's coming back on a, on a short week for the cardinals but you know, Jameis Winston, obviously, you know, he was a guy that, you know, struggled and then he got LASIK surgery. Now he's coming off an ACL injury. And and, and they have weapons, you know. They, they went out and got some receivers, uh, Chris Olave from uh, Ohio State, and Michael Thomas is special back, and you got Alvin Kamara. So that's going to be a tough game on a short week for the Arizona Cardinals.
0: So they do get that mini bye week, if you will, post week seven. And week eight, Cardinals will hit the road October 30th at the Minnesota Vikings. This is that 1.10 a.m. kickoff on Fox. We know the Cardinals last season against the Vikings, 34-33. Cardinals fortunate to come away with the win as a missed PAT at the gun or miss missed field goal at the gun. And all of a sudden, Cardinals walk off the field winners. And now it's another new head coach. So back-to-back weeks here facing a new head coach. Kevin O'Connell, former Rams offensive coordinator. You wonder, MJ, and all of a sudden you'll have seven games worth of film, but do you look back and say, all right, what did Coach O'Connell like to do with the Rams? Obviously different personnel, but you don't you don't deviate from what you're – from the norm when you're a head coach. Offensive coordinator, get promoted to the head coach.
1: Yeah, and he, he's never called plays before, and he's going to call plays there. Now, you know uh, – uh, they still have, you know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, and they, they do have um, uh, Delvin Cook um, defensively. Obviously, Patrick Peterson resigned there. You know, this is going to be a tough game just because, you know, you, you just look at it from a standpoint. There is some familiarity, um, even though you got a new head coach. They seem like they've played this team when Mike Zimmer was there a few different times over the last few years, whether it was here or there. So. Um, again, you know, it's going to come down to Kirk Cousins and, and that offense. And what can the Cardinals force him to make some turnovers? Because he does hold the ball a little bit more than maybe some other quarterbacks.
0: And don't forget
1: Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks. Now
0: on the Minnesota Vikings. And he, he'll see, be motivated. And you get to see your former – Inside linebacker, team captain, quarterback of the defense, so anxious to see how he plays. And then of course on the other side you got Nick Vigil. They basically swap spots as far as inside linebacker is concerned.
1: And he knows this Cardinals offense.
0: Yes. I mean he's, he's and he can help as far as the Vikings offense against
1: the Cardinals defense. That's correct. I mean just because he's seen everything now, if they run a lot more twelve personnel, well he may have to cover a tight end and I'll take that matchup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe 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 we don't we,
0: we don't travel i'm not expecting to travel but uh maybe we can get someone to stick a microphone in hicks's uh phase post game and ask about you know hey tied in zach gertz max williams <laughs> trey mcbride what do you think just you know just for old time's sake yeah. but he is uh one of the
1: class act
0: better dudes in that locker room for the years that he was here and it is going to be a miss not seeing him around the facility but all right that takes us through week eight typically that's the halfway point you've got a 17 game regular season schedule so not quite halfway but hopkins you will have him Week 7 and Week 8, and then Week 9, Hopkins will see the Seahawks. Misses the first meeting, but now a home game against the Seahawks, October 16th, 1.05 p.m. on Fox. Cardinals, though, as successful as they are in Seattle, Seahawks just as successful here in Arizona, 7-1-1 one, and one over their last nine visits. Although this is a much different Seattle team.
1: I don't know if you want me to, uh, to pick this scab, but can you imagine if the Cardinals would have beat the Seahawks? They would would won the division and yes. hosted a playoff game. And some people think it would have been a little bit different playing at home, even though they didn't have the great record. Um, again, I hate to pick that scab. Uh, you're playing them twice in four weeks. You, you know, if you beat them the first time, now you got to get greedy. If you lose to them, you don't want to get swept by the Seahawks, a team that's going to you know likely be projected to finish in fourth place. So. To me, those are two winnable games, whether it's on the road or at home. Again, it comes down to the, the simple things, but the fact that they're going to play them twice in four weeks, there'll be a lot of familiar and possibly a, a lot of carryover from the first uh, outing.
0: So you're home to the Seahawks in week nine. You're on the road week 10 at the Rams, 2.25 p.m. on Fox. So you are done with the Seahawks. You are done with the Rams by November 13th. Cardinals, remember, play the Rams in Week 3. Now they get them in Week 10.
1: Well, and again, if the Cardinals are 2-1 and one or 1-2 one and two after the first three, they could go on a winning streak. You know, you got Seahawks twice. You got the Saints at home. You're on the road against the Vikings. So if you lose to the Rams the first time, you have to take care of business at home the second time. So you can't be 0-2 against the Rams. Tiebreakers, um, you know, when it comes to strength of schedule, uh, conference wins, So if you happen to lose in that first game, you have to take care of business. But you would like to split with the Rams, take care of the business with the Seahawks, and then figure it out if you win the first game with the Niners, you get a chance to play them in week
0: 18. 49ers are the third straight division opponent. So it goes Seahawks, Rams, 49ers in week 11, November 12th excuse me, November 21st, that six fifteen, ESPN Monday Night Football in Mexico City. We've known that was the one game that everyone knew about. But, again, a stretch of three straight division games. Good news is you have D-Hop, and hopefully everyone is playing well because that's literally the middle of the regular season schedule.
1: And, you know, the fact is that, you know, the Cardinals, um, you know, feel – uh, like they match up with the Niners. And, you know, the last couple of years, uh, you know, the Cardinals were able to take care of business, so to speak. Um, you know, obviously we go back to the 2020 season, it didn't well, end well with C.J. Beathard. So, um, again, if you win that first game, the um, worst case scenario is, Craig, you, you sweep the Seahawks and you split with the Rams and, and 49ers. So now you're at 4-2 and two again. I mean, you, I love to sit here and say, if, again, if you win that first game, get greedy and try to get the second one because it's going to mean something when it comes to the end of the season.
0: Very likely that's Trey Lance, quarterback in the 49ers. And we'll he, see. And, yeah.
1: and, and he'll have plenty of time. Yes. You know, it's not like you're playing him in like the Cardinals got him in early in the season. So, I mean, you know he can play these teams so many times. But, yeah, it's they're going to look a little bit different. But, you know, Kyle Shanahan runs the offense. We know they got Debo Samuel. We know they got George Kittle. Do they
0: have Debo Samuel? Yeah, he's still there. Still there? Okay. Yeah,
1: he, he's just not going to run the ball, <laughs> and and they got George Kittle. And doesn't really matter who the running back is in that offense. They just run the football, and you know, give Demecle Ryan's credit. I do think he's going to be a head coach next year. He did take his name out of the running uh, with the Minnesota Vikings, and so, you know, they did lose their running game corner in Mike uh, McNally, McDaniel. So you know, but they they lose coaches, you know, they lose their defensive corner Robert Sala, uh he goes to the Jets as head coach, so but Kyle shanahan he he knows how to call plays and he'll do a lot of motion. It's just what kind of quarterback is Trey Lance. Are they gonna put the handcuffs on or are they gonna let him do what he needs to do?
0: So week eleven in Mexico City, Monday night football, so a short week. Week twelve, you're home against the Chargers on November twenty seventh. That is Thanksgiving weekend, if you will, if you want to extend it out. Two oh five on CBS facing Justin Herbert and that entire Chargers offense. Again, another AFC West opponents, Mike Williams, Kenan Allen, and then defensively, Joey Bosa. Khalil Mack. They added J.C. Jackson in the secondary. So the AFC West, the NFC West, two of the toughest divisions in football, and the Cardinals will face the AFC West in the first look at the Chargers. And this little nugget, the last two AP offensive rookies of the year, from the quarterback position, as far as Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert,
1: they're they're a really good team. And, you know, I, I think when you look at Brandon Staley, he's going to get criticized because he went for a fourth down four different times. But you know, that's the way they're going to play. He's big in analytics, and he's more of a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, they got Ecker, the running back. They, they they got a good team. They invested in the offensive line. It, it wouldn't surprise me if, if if they're competing with the uh, the Chiefs for the division title. Um, and you've got a pocket passer that sits in there and he can make all of the throws. So I look forward to watching him and, and Kyler Murray go at it. Two different quarterbacks, but he will put the ball – He he could put the ball – Uh, and and go on the run. He's a big guy, but he normally runs out of bounds where Kyler's trying to run out uh, around you.
0: So that is the final game before the bye week in week 13, which comes on December 4th. But I want to touch on these four games going into the bye because to me, maybe not the toughest four-game stretch, but I think the most important four-game stretch of the season because three consecutive division games – One at home, one on the road, one in Mexico City, and then a very good Chargers team. Say what you want about the Seahawks. Maybe the 49ers at that point midseason don't really know what they have in Trey Lance, but because it's three straight division opponents, you've got to come away with at least two wins there, and then, okay, we'll see how the Cardinals stack up against the Chargers. But that four games going into the bye week – all kinds of motivation, momentum, you don't want to be limping into the bye week.
1: Yeah, and and, and again, you're hosting the Seahawks, and then you got to go to Los Angeles, and then, of course, the game is in Mexico City, and then you come back and host the Chargers. So it's not like three out of the four are technically on the road. Yes. It's, you're,
0: it's split, two home, two on the road. The Mexico City game, yes, it's a neutral site, but you're still traveling. Correct. You're not going – London you're not going to Germany it's probably so that's it's, it's probably
1: the same distance they're flying to San Francisco
0: three, and a half, three hours uh, uh, San Francisco a little bit shorter than okay. that but the, to your point it's not a five hour flight correct. seven hour flight right
1: and I, and I hope you know both teams will will see how they deal with the uh the, the altitude and you know just you know when they, when team both teams get there because it's going to be an adjustment at least in that first quarter
0: all right so the bye week December 4th it is a late bye week. But this sets up a five game sprint to the finish line, beginning week fourteen, December twelfth, against the Patriots. Another primetime game, the third of the season at this point, but the second on Monday nights, six fifteen ESPN, Kingsbury, Belichick. Wonder if we can get Bill to talk a little bit about Kingsbury the player. In addition to Kingsbury, the coach, because Kingsbury drafted by the Patriots in 2003, how, how much can we get Bill to speak? I should just call him Belichick, and it's more respectful. But can we get him to elaborate on Cliff Kingsbury? What are the odds
1: of that? You know what he's going to say? I've already addressed that. We played him recently. The Cardinals played the Cam Newton and Patriots. They should have won that game. We obviously, he had the Isaiah Simmons hit, but he's been asked about Kingsbury in the past. But that was a long time ago. Okay, okay. I mean, But yeah. you're right, though. That's exactly what he's going to say. <laughs> like, it's not, and it's not new. I mean, we can go back to the archives. I mean, I'm sure they'll ask it, hey, how do you think Cliff's doing? Last year you thought he was the coach of the year. Yeah, and then Cliff was asked, <laughs> and he said, Belichick's the coach
0: of the year. And then, Every year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should rename the award, I believe. But it's, is what it's interesting,
1: think. though, because Cardinals are on a bye week, okay? And and the, usually you would play that following Sunday. That's oh, one more day. I know, but I'm saying it's – But a, it's an extra long wait because it's, it's a night game. It's an, it's a nice little break for them. And listen, I think in the perfect scenario, you would like the bye week in the middle of the season, whether that's eight or nine with a 17-game schedule. Um, and it's all based on injuries. But if this team, you know, is able to get to that point and there's, and, 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 and the bye week helps them and you get an extra day – you got to make a run in those final five, Craig, because three are on the road.
0: Yeah, beginning with a trip to Denver, week 15, December 18th. This potentially could be that cold-weather game. Is there snow? Is it snowing? It's a late game, 2.05 p.m. window on Fox, and you finally get to see Russell Wilson. No, you do not avoid him, even though you don't play or he's no longer on the Seattle Seahawks. But another new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, former Packers O.C., but it's late in the season, so you will have known what Denver likes to do versus what you're perhaps predicting that they do.
1: Yeah, I think Nick Fancho did a good job. They're, they're a ready-made defense, uh, yes. I know they traded Vaughn Miller, but they, they got a really good secondary. You know, Russell Wilson, he's he's hugely a upgrade. He's probably the best quarterback they've had since Peyton Manning. They have weapons. We'll see the latest on Jerry Judy. I mean, let the legal – Process uh, figure that part out. They can run the ball. Um, he's an instant upgrade, and in, you know they're competing in that division, so it'd be interesting how they kind of beat each other up. But you know, uh, the Cardinals have fared well against Russell Wilson, but now you're talking about different personnel. How much of an upgrade is the offensive line in Denver with whether he, what he had in Seattle? Um, but obviously, he's a guy that you have to you know account for because he he can make throws from inside the pocket. He can roll out. And, you know, he won't be dealing with that thumb injury like he was the previous season.
0: You hope that that is completely healed and it's not something that's permanent to where you always have to deal with or nerve damage and stuff
1: like that. But, you know him, he's you know, he's probably training like 15 hours a day.
0: So, from week 15 to week 16, December 25th, yes, Christmas Day for the second straight season. Cardinals play on Christmas night, this time on NBC. Sunday night football, 6:15 kickoff against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. By the way, this is the regular season home finale on Christmas Day. Tom Brady... Back in Arizona in the regular season for the first time since 2004. No Bruce Arians, but you do have Todd Bowles on the sideline. I
1: am surprised considering the Cardinals played on – Christmas last year, it was the only game against the Colts. And this year, they're going with a triple header. It is Sunday. I know that's going to you know interfere with the NBA. That's kind of their day. New Jersey's.
0: The uh, NFL's moving into that territory. I
1: know, but <laughs> it's a Sunday. It's not like they're, you know. That's true. Th- that's their day of the week they play, and it just happens Christmas. Happens. Although, there's only
0: three games on Christmas Day. And right. the Cardinals are the final game.
1: Correct. But I'm saying usually the NBA has five or five games at least. Um, it's going to be fascinating. You know, Bruce Arians is not the head coach, but he'll be part of, of the staff. He'll make the trip. He'll probably sit in the suite with Jason Light. Um, Todd Bowles, I'm a big fan of. You're going to see a lot of the former Cardinal coaches. Um, you know, Larry Foote is the co-defensive coordinator. you got Kevin Garver, wide receivers coach. I mean, you got, you know. Um, Harold the, Goodwin's on Her- the staff. Harold Goodwin's on the staff. Um, uh, what's the, uh, Capone. The secondary coach, Rapone. Nick Rapone. Nick Rapone. There you go. He's be he's a really intelligent guy, and, and I'm sure I'm missing some guys, but um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of familiar. Even though Aaron's not going to be on the sidelines, but Todd Bowles, be nice to see him, and obviously the the the, the cachet is Kyler Murray going against the goat.
0: It's going to be a great storyline going into that contest, and I am in agreement with you. Surprised that it's another Christmas. Day game for the Cardinals in back-to-back seasons, back-to-back seasons at home. I mean that I, I, I would have, you know, bet money didn't, can't, but I would have bet money that the Cardinals would not have played. They would not have been well, one of those six teams to play on Christmas Day in 2020. I
1: think you and I were reserved to, you know, where they're going to be on Christmas Eve because there's going to be 13 games on Christmas Eve, and uh, where they going to be on the road at home. Well, we know now they're going to be playing on Christmas night, and you and I will be back at the stadium for another Christmas. <laughs> I was uh, uh, uh they played the Cowboys on Christmas. Yep. It's interesting. Um, not a surprise that they're the night game though. West Coast just based 6-15 on 6-15 window. Yeah, yes. Exactly. So that you'll have games early in the morning, mid-afternoon and they'll have the night cap.
0: So that is the last game of 2022 calendar year 2022. Final plus, two games plus at home. Yes. Final two games on the road, week 17, January 1st. Happy New Year everyone in Atlanta. Facing the Falcons, 11 a.m. That is the early kick, the second early kick for the Cardinals, who have not fared well in Atlanta since 1993. That's the last time they won in Atlanta. They don't play there a lot, but nine games in a row they have lost in Atlanta. Well, I-
1: do you think we'll see Desmond Ritter by that point? I mean, listen, Arthur Smith is a good coach. They they went out and got a you know big physical receiver. They got Kylie Pitts. Um, he's going to want to run the football. Maybe their defense you know steps up. But this is a very winnable game before they start get, getting a lot better. Um, but Marcus Mariota is the starting quarterback going in. He did have him in Tennessee, but I think if you are looking at the future based on their record, we could see a young quarterback in that game, and, and hopefully he's on some film so the Cardinals can kind of figure it out. So the Cardinals
0: travel to Atlanta, and then they'll travel to the 49ers in Week 18 right now, scheduled for Sunday, January 8th. That is a weekend in which it could be moved to Saturday the 7th. Don't have a time yet that will be determined because playoff implications, some of these games they want all to be kicking off at about the same time. But the 49ers are the opponents on the road to close out the 2022 regular season.
1: Yeah, and, and, and you know, we'll see You know, if Trey Lance has made uh, you know progress and uh, what are they playing for. Is it a case where the Cardinals are able to beat them in, in, in uh, Mexico City and do they split with them? Again, I don't you know. I, I don't think you want to finish 3-3 three and three in this division. I want to think you want to go 4-2, and two, if not better. And on the other side, the Rams and Seahawks are playing on week 18.
0: So that's what the NFL likes to do, division games that final week. But I'll say this about division games. Cardinals, over the last six games, one division game, and it's that last one against the 49ers. I think that's – to me that's odd. And I don't know how it stacks up with the rest of the National Football League, the other divisions, but we talk about important games in December and January, only one division game.
1: Well, but you talked about that stretch when you got three in a row. I mean, and, and they play the Seahawks twice in four weeks. What's interesting to me, Craig, is you have the Chargers AFC team. And then you have the, the Broncos, an AFC team, and they're part of the final five or six games. And then, you know, clearly, I think because of the Fiesta Bowl, I think it's December 31st, that's probably why they're on the road against the Falcons. So back-to-back road games, three of their last four
0: on the road. Maybe that's better. This team did not end the regular season well at home last season. That's going to be a storyline all season long. But uh, overall, I – I, I, I'm okay with the schedule. Yeah, it's a tough start. It's a, it's an interesting finish, but no back-to-back road games, no back-to-back home games. You do have two home games split with a bye week, but it does alternate pretty well as far as routine, if you will, on the four primetime games. A little bit of a surprise, but congratulations to the Arizona Cardinals. And really, if you want to say five primetime games because the preseason schedule announced and the Cardinals will host the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday, August 21st at 5 p.m. and that game will be televised on Fox. So, Four plus one, if you will, if you count the preseason.
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting. they got to go to Cincinnati at, at Paul Brown Stadium. That would be somewhere in week one of the preseason, uh, August 11th to the 14th. And then you mentioned the Ravens come in. And then they're going to have a joint practice with the – All
0: reportedly joint Re- practice. Reportedly, okay. Mike Vrabel says it's happening. Okay. Cliff Kingsbury
1: has yet to be asked about that. Okay, well, I, I still think – But that's the expectation. yes. And so that game would be week three, which would be the finale between August 25th and 28th. So, yeah, usually you think it's proximity. Now you're playing the uh, Raiders in the regular season. Um, obviously you're – I think it does hurt that you're playing the AFC West. Yes, because proximity-wise.
0: And otherwise you would be – preseason makes more sense. Go to the Raiders, And I would Chargers.
1: Th- maybe like Dallas or somebody I would have thought. Um, you're never going to play a team in your division, let alone, you know, but he, all three of these are outside the conference. Yeah. which uh, is interesting. And maybe that's what they're doing. You just based on, you know, I, a lot of it deals with, you know, like I was reading like Elton John is really screwing a lot of this up for the league. Stadium
0: concert tours. <laughs> yes. This
1: Is that the, con, is that the big tour? That, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because again, t- teams will let you know if they they're hosting concerts, and then if you have back-to-back road games, sometimes they'll ask the league, hey, go, if we got uh, we're playing it like the NFC East or the AFC East, uh, if we go back there, we prefer back-to-back road games, uh, so we don't have to travel back and forth. And they they they'll oblige, but a lot of times it's about concerts. Cardinals, according to
0: Bookies.com traveled the 11th most miles, 49ers the 8th most, Rams 16th most. And Seattle, I think they are always leading the league as far as covering the most miles and crossing those time zones. But that's just what happens when you're in the Pacific Northwest.
1: Yeah, and don't forget, right now going into the season, the Cardinals have the second hardest schedule behind the Los Angeles Rams. Based off last season's opponent win percentage. San Francisco's tied for fifth, and then the Seattle Seahawks are 11. We went through it. The Cardinals will face five teams with new head coaches, Todd Bowles, Dennis Allen, uh, Nathan Hackett, Josh McDaniels, and Kevin O'Connell, and I'm glad we're getting some of those guys hopefully sooner rather than later, including Josh McDaniels in week two. Seven
0: teams, nine games against opponents who made the playoffs last year. Rams, 49ers, Buccaneers, Eagles, Chiefs, Patriots, and Raiders. It is a tough schedule on paper as we speak here in May, what happens when we get to September and the start of the regular season. Again, Bird Gang tickets, azcardinals.com slash tickets, azcardinals.com slash tickets. It is out. It is done. We can now focus on the players and what happens on the field.
1: And coming up on Monday, we're going to give you a chance to recap what happened on rookie minicamp. We're allowed to be out there 30 minutes, and then we'll see what stuff transpires over the weekend. Uh, Eight draft picks, 12 undrafted free agents, and then they're going to have some tryout guys. They will bring in a couple arms because you do need a quarterback. Trace McSorty is not eligible to do it, so make sure you tune in on Monday. We'll have some information, and then we get closer to – OTAs, yep. and this is when we get the veterans get back and the rookies will start learning. So, first impressions
0: of those eight draft picks, we'll do that next. And on that note, we'll put a lid on this edition of Cardinals Cover 2 presented by Hyundai, proud partner of the Arizona Cardinals. As always, special thanks to our executive producer, Jim Almohundro. For Mike Jarecki, I'm Craig Riolu. We'll talk to you next time here on Cardinals Cover 2.